On this episode of Arisen, I sit down with Amanda Miller-Garber, who's the pastor at RISE in Harrisonburg, Virginia, and we have a conversation about questions that you have submitted and her community have submitted about things that you would like to ask God. We're not experts. We're just people who jump in and are able to just figure out what are our thoughts, what are our reflections, and hopefully give you a little bit of wisdom today. I know she will. I probably won't. Thanks for listening to Arisen. let's get in to the substance again we are framing this as ask god anything ask god anything uh disclaimer drew and i are not god right drew wait what (laughs) it's it's a common mistake it is oh yeah Uh, i just heard from the producer correct i am not god (laughs) yes so what that means is we are just two ridiculous people um, who love to dabble in theology. But friends, we do not claim to have the answers. We will respond. And hopefully those responses will make some kind of sense. No promises. Uh, but the beautiful thing about exploring theology and the beautiful thing about uh, opportunities like this is the ways we get to grow together and uh, be theologians together. So I always just need to get clear about that. A lot of people think pastors have like a secret bat phone to God. I don't. Do you, Drew? Only on Fridays. So we're okay. not recording this on Friday, so no. Yeah, it's it's actually Thursday. So he only has his bat phone, God bat phone on Friday. That's right. All right. Uh, some of these questions have been curated from within the RISE community. Drew pulled a few, I think, from his networks. So in a sense, these are your questions. All right, first question, Drew. Drew, who made God? I think one of the things to just realize is that God always has been. And I know that that's like a very interesting way to think about it. But God has just always been and Mm -hmm. been a and created the universe out of God's concern and love for all of creation, not just humanity. And so I think that that's a really important piece of it. The, the attributes, the character of God and God has always existed. And out of that formed and created. And that's why groups like rise and or arise as well is being creative is deeply meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we are able to tap into artistry or whatever it is that we're doing, the, the work that we're doing when we're passionate about it, um, that that's really tapping into who God is as well. And because God has always been. Yep. That's essentially what I said. Um, so what I would say, I was probably asked this six to seven different times by different units. Um, but what I would say is, uh, no one really made God. That's what makes God, God, right? There, there was nothing before God. There is nothing before God. God is the original prime mover or whatever language you want to use. Uh, and then I would get these really confused looks. And then I would get follow-up questions like, does God have a mom? Which is such a fabulous question. Uh, remember this one uh, camper thought that God probably crawled out of a plant. 
It's an interesting idea. It sounds like part of a Marvel plot, to be honest. Um, but you're right. I mean, this question is such a fabulous question because it sort of drifts into the lane of creation and the beauty of creation and on and on and on. So, yeah, I guess the answer is, yeah, no one. But these are like the deep things that people have thought about for thousands of years, right? So these are great questions. Just yeah. to be able to say, who who is God? And I, I always say when we're asking the questions, like who made God or who is God or any of the questions that we're going to talk about this morning is we have the opportunity to draw closer and to think mm -hmm. deeply about who mm -hmm. God is in, in our own individual stories as well. And that's a piece of this is being able to deeply think uh, God gave us intellect. And as mm -hmm. you said, we don't have any special knowledge. We've studied theology. We know church history. We know the Bible. Um, we're not experts really in any of those things. You probably are. I'm not. But being able to just be like, hey, I've thought a lot about this. This is my opinion. And this is what people have kind of said for a long time. But we're in a good line of people asking these deep questions and trying to figure out who is God. Yeah, I remember a fancy Latin phrase, creatio ex nihilo, created from nothing, used to describe this very concept um, that God creates slash created. I believe God continues creating. In the creating doesn't stop. And the co-creating doesn't stop. Um, but whenever the beginning of time was, I don't know, that makes my head hurt. I can't, I can't even handle Loki, to be honest. Like, these time concepts are hard for my little brain. Um, but in the beginning was God. If I could just add one, one final thing. But this is, I mean, this creation out of nothing mm -hmm. and out of difficult circumstances is oftentimes the most meaningful parts of who we are. It's hard work, right? Moving from 60 West to the ice house is hard work. But yep. as a community, when you pull together, when you live with one another, when you say, no matter what, we're going to continue to be community, even when we face hardships coming out of a pandemic where there's just so much stress and everything going on, this is the kind of thing that matters and is deeply fulfilling if we live into it. Because we're doing exactly what God did, creating something out of a bad circumstance or nothing and continue to move forward because, as your shirt says, love hits different. Beautifully said. All right, you have the next one. I do. So What's some of these questions came from Arise Campus Ministry as well up here in Northern Virginia. And so someone wrote in, if they had asked God something, is God, where will I be in a year and who will I be with? And so I don't know, I didn't really dive into, is this like a, a question about relationships? Is this a question about who will I be living with, who I will be in network and community with? But it might be, and I think that this is a common question, especially as we're going through transitions. Mm -hmm. So Amanda, since I said that you were going to be able to answer this question first. What do you think? Yeah. Um, so what I hear in this question is this sense of uncertainty. And uh, I'm going to guess that whoever asked this is in a liminal space, which is liminal spaces are those uh, spaces of, of great transition and developmental change in life. And I think 
the main thing I want to say is I want to acknowledge those are really um, important, transformational, but challenging spaces. As human beings, we have a need for certainty. It's the most normal thing in the world to want to have a sense of where will I be in a year and who will I be with? I've wondered that many times. I do not know, right? I do not uh, have a bat phone to God or a crystal ball. Um, But what I do know is that I want to honor the space whoever asked this question is in and let them know that I believe the spirit of God is with you in this space. And I hope that you are feeling the love and support of community in this space as well. And the older I get, the more I believe the transformation that happens in the uncertainty is indescribably important. So, yeah, I know you probably wish I could say uh, New York City or something, whatever. I don't know. Um, Give you the answer. Can't do that. Uh, But I know that a community of love and support when you're existing in a time of great uncertainty is indescribably important. Drew, what do you think? One thing that I've recently been living into is this idea that as challenge increases, that our support also needs to increase. And as you said, liminal spaces are difficult. Mm -hmm. We have not been able to get together. And so many people feel, I won't say everybody, but many people feel alone. They haven't Mm -hmm. been able to mourn the, the passing of one part of their life as they move into the next part. Right. And I would just echo that find your areas of support now. Um, Those communities still exist. Those communities are still deeply important. And to find and build up that support network now so that you're not just looking to the future. Mm -hmm. God gave us community. And and yes, there will be a time when it's time to move on, when it's time to, to go into fully the next part of our story. But until that happens... And you don't just look forward to the future, mm-hmm. as you said. Find the love and the support and the community here and now as well, and yeah. how important that is. So, uh, but this is something that many of us want to know: is where mm-hmm. will we be a year from now? Who are going to yeah. be the people in our lives? Right. I, I mean, I middle aged now and still ask that question a lot. I do think I'm learning that I tend to be someone who uh, my mind drifts to the future a lot. And that's a certain kind of gift, but it's also um, really, really important to stay present in the present. And a therapist friend of mine has this rule that she calls, I think it's 80, 10, 80, 10 or something but the the idea is that 80% of our time and energy and emotional investment should really be in the here and now. Thank you so much, Amanda, for these amazing responses and the opportunity to come and speak with you about some of these questions that both of us have received. Again, huge thanks to Reverend Amanda Miller-Garber and Big thank you to each one of you for checking out Arisen. If you have questions that you would like to have answered, 
go ahead and drop them in the comments. You can also email us, pastor at risegmu.org. And in general, just if you need to know more about Arise Campus Ministry, arisegmu.org, or you can find us on Instagram at arisegmu. Again, thanks everyone for listening, and we will see you next week. Whoa!